Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Sheep No More. Um, if you heard my last um, podcast, my last episode, I interviewed Al Pisano. I know at the end of the previous, I said I was going to interview my son-in-law. Al Pisano is not my son-in-law. Um, circumstances had it that I got to interview Al. So... I think my son-in-law was fine with that. My daughter, I think, was afraid of what he might say. <laughs> and I think he's afraid of her, but that's okay. I'm kind of afraid of her, too. Anyway, go listen to that podcast in this interview I had with Al Pisano, the New York um, Constitution Party candidate for governor. It was one of the most thought-provoking discussions I think I've ever had. Um, the guy's smart. He's he's very very kind, gentle soul. Go out and vote for him. If you live in the state of North Carolina, we talked about uh, the third-party candidate and you know the, I guess the mystique about not voting for a third-party candidate because it feels like you're giving your vote away. He had the greatest answer to that question. The guy's very, very intelligent. So if you're in North Carolina, think about it. Listen to the podcast um, and make your decision. Uh, anyway, I want to start off. This was just uh, just a little bit of news here. I had to add this is not what this podcast is about. 50% vacancy rate in New York right now. 51% vacancy rate in San Francisco. People are leaving in droves. Shootings in New York City up 177%. No police presence. You call them, they can't help you. As always, I just I want to get right into this. You know, we've heard about hydrochloroquine and chloroquine studies that have given Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, i.e. the masters of the universe, the right to ban any talk of this. Uh, not just a drug, but especially its effectiveness. So I started wondering, what studies are they talking about? If you've listened to any of my previous podcasts on this stuff, you know this stuff works 100%. So first, what's happening? We know that doctors are prescribing this and pharmacists are rejecting a doctor's order. And this is mandated by the governors. Governors have said, listen, don't feel this stuff. So why in the world is pharmacists getting to overrule doctors? Why is non-doctors, Bill Gates, pushing a vaccine? And why is everybody saying hydrochloroquine does not work? Studies have showed. Studies. Now, that got me into a lot of research. And I don't mind doing it. Actually, I love doing it. Now, I just want to share this with you guys. So, facts. Let's get the facts first. 
50 plus international studies show hydrochloroquine when given early has a 79% lower COVID-19 mortality rate. The United States has been blocked politically from dispensing it. Social media censor, they block doctors from speaking about it. Europe, Middle East, Asia, South America, Australia is way ahead of the United States in COVID-19 success and mortality rates. They don't have a mainstream media or an Anthony Cuomo to deal with or a deep state, I guess. Countries not using hydrochloroquine. I want to give you some of these statistics here on their mortality rate. France, 19.5%. United Kingdom, 14%. Italy, 14.5%. Netherlands, 13%. Mexico, 12%. Countries that are using hydrochloroquine and the highest mortality rate is Egypt at 2.5%. Quite a contrast. Russia, Peru, India, Turkey, Chile, Pakistan, Argentina, this cuts the death rate by more than a half. It's an average of 8%. I'm sorry, eight times the death, sorry, eight times. Now, why in the world are they saying studies show? Despite the proof that hydrochloroquine works, the FDA's denied an institution. Actually, it was the Henry Ford Health Hospital for dispensing the use. How can the FDA have so much power in really prescribing medicine? Just a footnote, my home state of Ohio has backtracked on that, which is good. Oh, uh, man, it gets better. Governors restricting hydrochloroquine, not doctors. Governors. Now think about that. We need to fight against business and school closures. Hydrochloroquine given over the counter, which it is in most countries, i.e. the countries that I gave you with the low mortality rate, you can get this stuff over the counter. But studies show that it is a dangerous drug. A quote from Dr. Stephen Smith, who was on the Laura Ingram show, YouTube that. Uh, one of the one of the points here, hydrochloroquine, is the beginning of the end. Early outpatient treatment, seventy nine percent decrease in the mortality rate. This saves lives. It works prophylactically. It works as a treatment. Being denied by the FDA and the governors, and pharmacists, but not doctors. What? So we've heard the mainstream media, any talking head, say studies show hydrochloroquine is proven 
dangerous, a drug that has been around for 65 years, sold over the counter in most countries, is dangerous. How many times have you heard that? So ask, all I see is success. All I hear is success stories. So how many times have you heard that? So what study? Are there multiple studies? Of course here, there should be, right? There should be multiple studies. Listen, excuse me, listen to this. 67 studies have been done, or should I say data has been gathered and published on 67 studies. Now this is the important part of the show. I'm gonna break this down for you guys. 53 studies show 100% positive results. Of the other 14 neutral or negative studies, they were flawed. Oh yeah, Barry will prove it. Well, okay, here we go. 10 studies were either used too late. What I'm saying is they gave the hydrochloroquine too late. They used a toxic dose. So what they were doing, they were giving 2,400 milligrams per week instead of the recommended 200 milligram dose twice a week. Or hydrochloroquine was used alone without zinc. So there's 10, there's 10 studies down, down the drain right there. So that leaves us with four studies left on the table, right? Two of them come from the same University of Minnesota author. One was a Brazilian study, which should be retracted, and a Lancet paper. You can Google this stuff. You can just Google Lancet paper, and you can see what they're all about. You can even Google them, and you can see their retraction. So the Lancet paper study was retracted. So now, since the Lancet study was retracted, because they were caught, they were caught giving false information and false results. Google the Lancet paper, like I said, they, they did redact it. They redacted it on June 5th, and they published this on May 14th, maybe. Just go to the link and uh, read it for yourself. They actually did, like I said, issue an apology. The original statement said not only was hydrochloroquine and chloroquine was ineffective, but caused death. That was the original statement. Their apology, based on new developments, we can no longer vouch for the veracity of the, of the, of the primary data source. You can read this article from WebMD, pretty reputable source. So the study was published on May the 22nd and redacted June 5th. They got caught and now are just trying to save their reputation. So now... We are at, after the redaction, with three negative studies out of 67. Two of those coming from the same author at the University of Minnesota. I hope you caught that. Author, not doctor. And one coming from Brazil. So let's look at this uh, this report, this gathering of data with hydrochloroquine being used prophylactically and as treatment against the COVID-19 virus. 
this was uh, reported by the New York Times, say no more, okay? They took this study, the New York Times, and, well, they did what the New York Times does. They just basically made stuff up. Yes, people, there are there's fake news out there. So this was reported by the New York Times. Just so you know, Brazil is using hydrochloroquine in more than 50 of the COVID-19 cases and is at a 4.5% mortality rate compared to the U.S., which has 5.5. So you got a Brazilian report that the New York Times gets a hold of, does what the New York Times does, but what they fail to realize is Brazil is using hydrochloroquine prophylactically and as treatment. Guys, you can't make this stuff up. You really can't. So I say this is either fake news or, well, fake news. 4.5% mortality rate in Brazil to 5.5% mortality rate. It's comparable at 4.5% in Brazil. The New York Times posted and propagated this story. Imagine that. If you look at the Brazilian papers, Brazilian studies on this research, uh, my source is nejm.org. You can go there and look at the study from the Brazilian, the, it's called the Brazilian papers. COVID-19 is a cover. Yes, I've said it again. We said it was a cover for Joe Biden, so he won't debate Donald Trump. It is a cover for the coin shortage. All digital now. You guys go have you guys gone into uh, I don't know Walmart, wherever. I, I, we see it at Home Depot. Actually, saw it in our local grocery store. Just about every place I go now. Um, due to the coin shortage, we cannot give you change. You know, we're, they're either going to round it up or they're not going to round it down. Or you can you know use your credit card with the chip in it so they can track exactly what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. You know the rest. Well, it's also a cover for the great reset in Davos, Switzerland. If hydrochloroquine works, which it does, the vaccine is dead on arrival. Gates, Soros, left-wing progressives, the globalists, not only lose money from a vaccine, but they lose a the narrative and they are exposed. If you're not sure what the Great Reset is in Davos, uh, Switzerland, I urge you to Google that. They invited Donald Trump there last year kind of to get him on board with this stuff. And he made a, a great speech saying, we will not give up our sovereignty. We are a great nation. We will not be a part of this. And... There's so many videos on this. George Soros was mad as a hornet. Bill Gates was mad as a hornet. They thought that they could get him, you know, in on this. But, you know, President Trump was having none of it. So that's what they're that's what they're going for. They're going for the Great Reset, which is you can you can imagine. Um, is it Agenda 21? Is it uh, a global government, you know, one world economy, one world religion? You know, I'll let you um, um, think about that for yourself and you can come to your own conclusion. This vaccine is so important. 
if they know hydrochloroquine works, this vaccine is dead in the water. Follow the money. We also spoke a couple episodes ago about the cost of hydrochloroquine, which was $14 for a month's supply. And, of course, they're pushing remdesivir because they know that the FDA is not going to approve it until this vaccine is up and ready to go. So they get to use their vaccine. Remdesivir is like three grand for a 30-month, 30-month, uh, uh, a one-month uh, supply. So back to the studies. The other, other two studies coming from a left-wing progressive deep state guy is a study that they refer to this University of Minnesota author. So out of 67 studies, one redacted, one obviously fake news, and two from a deep state activist. Now you have the 10 studies that we talked about earlier that have been shelved because the results, you know, they, like I said, they weren't, they weren't using zinc with the hydrochloroquine, they were giving it too late. And they were giving toxic doses. So you give toxic dose, you get toxic results, right? So let's break this down. 79% of studies are positive. 10 given toxic doses brings it to a 94% positive outcome. The redacted report brings it to 95.5% positive reporting. You minus the Brazilian report, that brings it up to 90 7% positive data. You have two reports from a deep stater. It's what the mainstream media, the masters of the universe, are regurgitating. We are being lied to. We're being played. We are being fed propaganda. This is crazy town. I really don't think that I could break that down any simpler. The mainstream media, it goes past that. They don't want you to know this. They take doctors off Twitter. They ban them. Just so you know, Barry, where'd you get your information? Well, I got a lot of it from WebMD. I gave you some of the websites. But the most fascinating place that I got this stuff was from Dr. Simone Gould. Now, if you don't remember who she is, go follow her on Twitter. I'm surprised, well, that she's still on there. I, I have no idea why. But some of her posts are up. Remember, she was the researcher. She was the uh, she was actually an emergency room physician. Was doing this research on the side, and after the conference at the White House, 
her hospital informed her that her services were no longer needed. So this stuff doesn't come from a website or somebody just posting numbers. This stuff comes from an actual doctor who's been on the front lines, who has done research on this. Guys, 97.5% effective. We went over the studies, 67 studies, 57 positive, I'm sorry, 53 positive, 10 of them thrown out because they were overdosing them. They were doing it too late. They wasn't giving zinc. So, guys, 97.5%, and we are wearing masks. We are social distancing. We can't go to church. We can't eat at a restaurant. I'm telling you guys, this is government overreach. And just so you know, you're hearing a lot of uh, Republicans are... You're hearing this from the Democrats. The Republicans are withholding funding to the American people for another stimulus package. Well, that's a bunch of baloney because Nancy Pelosi says if she doesn't get mail-in voting, all deals are off the table. So she doesn't care about you. She cares about the agenda. So don't... Guys, when you, I want you to be free thinkers. I want you to look at something. If you look at something that seems fishy, like taking doctors off of Twitter, another opinion being so divisive, and that's the key here. When one opinion becomes so divisive that they take away our First Amendment right for freedom of speech, and better yet, take down doctors disgrace these doctors and you have Bill Gates pushing a vaccine that should make any sane normal free-thinking individual to say what in the world is going on here that is the problem you have Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris I'm just going to I'm just going to say this and then I'm going to sign off. This lady is the biggest fraud. There was a Steve Scalise who is the representative from Louisiana. He was a gentleman that got shot while they were having practice for the annual baseball game. Bernie Sanders uh, supporter. Now I don't blame Bernie Sanders, but boy they didn't say that. Anyway, said that she is one of the top 3 most progressive liberal senators in the Senate. And he would go on to say probably top five in Congress. This vote, this election is so important. Well, what's Donald Trump doing about all this? We see all this chaos and it seems that these people are getting by with this stuff. So what do we do? We vote Donald Trump because I'm telling you, these next four years, he's not going. He's not going to get reelected. He's not going to run again.
all in on the fight. I've been disappointed so many times, but I just want you to think about this stuff. The shenanigans that they're trying to pull over our eyes. I mean, we can we can talk about Pizzagate. We can talk about adrenochrome. That's sick enough. These people, the left progressive globalists, will do anything in their power to gain power. And as Lindsey Graham said during the Kavanaugh hearings, I pray to God you don't get it. Wake up. Are you woke or are you awake? I don't always like bringing this bad news, but it has to be said. Guys, thanks for liking. Thanks for sharing. Share it um, with everybody you know. The viewership or the listenership is getting getting bigger, and I'm, I thank you guys for that. I do encourage you to go listen to the interview with Al Pisano, running for governor of North Carolina. Even if you don't live in North Carolina, it is a true lesson in history, our Constitution, and very, very informative. Guys, I'm going to sign off here. God bless, be safe, and don't litter.